This is the intro jingle. This is the K-pop Devok Show with Eric Nam. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the K-pop Devok Show with Eric Nam. I'm Eric Nam, and I'm your host for this amazing, life-changing podcast. How you doing? You doing well? You guys, we're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost at 2020. Can you believe it? It's almost the end of the entire decade. It's the end of 2019. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, were there quite a lot of things that happened in 2019, no? Um, well, if you're a first-time listener, welcome to the show. Hope you guys are doing well, and hope you enjoy the show. Before we begin, please do connect with us on our socials. Is at Tebak Show on IG, Twitter, Instagram. Wait, that is IG. And uh, we have all these videos up on our YouTube channels, youtube.com slash divestudios, where you can watch my face say these words very well and eloquently. Before we go any further, please, please, please go ahead and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast from. Leave us a nice, kind rate and review. Five stars. Yay. Um, and I think it's, I think it's over now, but we just, you know, gave away a signed CD for before we begin for K-pop Tabak listeners. If you didn't miss out on that, it's okay. Stay tuned to our newsletters at our website where they let you know about all this stuff. And if you want a chance to win VIP tickets to any one of my shows on tour, this upcoming tour, I'm going to almost 40 cities in January, February, March. Uh, you guys can enter on the Dive Studios page on Instagram um, because we're giving away VIP tickets for people who participate in like the I Think You're Dope podcast giveaway. So I have a new podcast as well. It's called I Think You're Dope. And up until now, we had... Uh, who do we have? We had Korean Englishman, Jenny Han, Alec Benjamin. Next up, we have Gallant and Gavin James and Agnes Mo and a bunch of people. So check it out. Great show. It's amazing. But let's go ahead and get started with this show now, officially. Are you ready? Is yeah. you ready? Yay! Can you give me the sound effects of yay? That was very not yay. <laughs> All right. So last week, we talked about songs that defined the 2010s, the decade, right? So this week's theme is songs that defined 2019. We're talking about the songs, the hits that kind of shaped this year. 2019 has been like an interesting year for me musically because I feel like, well, I put out an English album and I just did whatever I wanted. But then like, I feel like Korean music scene is like in like a very interesting place where like, I don't know, I actually have no idea what's going on anymore like i have a podcast about k-pop but like the way the reason i say that is because there's like so many different groups so many different genres there's not one standard that people are sticking to which is fine but there's no like for me there hasn't been a sense of like this is a smash record like except for the obvious few um i just feel like it's we're more and more going to an area and a period where you listen to what you want and that's fine, which is great. I personally love it. I feel like in the States, that's a very natural thing to do. In Korea, because things are very trend-driven and very, like, popularity-driven, people just tend to listen to whatever's, like, just at the top of the charts, maybe. Um, but with the introduction of new apps, new music streaming platforms, internationally, like, Spotify, Apple Music, like, they have all these playlists and new ways to discover new music. It's really been allowing people to go ahead and listen to just what they want, which is great because I listen to weird stuff all the time. So to put together a top 10 songs of 2019, it was very, very difficult. It was very hard. Um, so I didn't do it. 
I had you guys do it. We put on a survey, and you guys wrote in your top songs of 2019. And we're like, oh, we should rank them. Because, you know, who doesn't love a nice top 10 countdown? But here's the thing. Art shouldn't be ranked. That's what I think. Is that a very deep comment right there? It should be. (laughs) Art is not a competition, guys. I think uh, oftentimes, particularly in Korea, we get very swept up in rankings. We get swept up in like who's number one, who's number two. We have music shows every single day of the week where people get ranked, right? We have charts that rank people. I don't know what it is, but it feels kind of weird to me because at the end of the day, I think artists really put a lot of this like hard work into a song or into an album. And for it to all be simplified at times and reduced to a simple ranking or simply album sales or simply music video views is very underserving to the artists and the hard work they put in. It almost discounts the hard work we put in. So we're not ranking it. These top 10 songs were submitted to us by you guys, the fans, the listeners of K-pop Tebak. In no particular order did we rank these songs. We just looked at them and we said these are the ones that showed up the most for the year of 2019. So don't go off running and getting angry saying, I can't believe it didn't include Granny Smith and her song Apple Pie. What? You don't know that hit song, Granny Smith's Apple Pie? Did you just spoil your next single? Yes. <laughs> I've been having text messages about Thanksgiving and Christmas dinners. Oh. And uh, I don't know where that came from. Okay. But I have some friends who after they saw uh, the What Would Jamie Do episode and Jamie screaming at me for Thanksgiving... They proceeded to text me and say, "Hi, come. I wasn't invited to Thanksgiving." <gasps> uh, so, Jamie, thank you. WWJD. Her podcast has caused me a lot of personal drama right now. A lot of a lot of personal drama and a lot of people saying, "Who are you dating?" I'm not dating nobody, guys. You're literally doing choir hands right now. <laughs> You're doing like church choir hands. I'm trying to look as innocent as possible. <laughs> If you guys aren't in the know, go to the What Would Jamie Do podcast and you will find out. But anywho, Granny Smith and Apple, Sp- Apple Pie is not in the ranking. I'm sorry. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here are the top 10 songs of 2019 for the K-Pop Tebok Show. All right. First, we're going with Blackpink's Kill This Love. Let's kill this love. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a singer, guys. I promise. Um, it is Blackpink's Kill This Love. They had a great year. Obviously, I feel like I wanted to see more of them. I want them to do more stuff. I want them to release more music and release more badass stuff. But they had Kill This Love. They performed it to Coachella this year. Um, they obviously are just... I feel like they're still in their early years. Like, they're probably in, what, year three or four of their debut. But they still feel like they're such a rookie group because they haven't released that much music. They have, like, nine songs. I need more music! So, uh, Blackpink, please, release us more music. Because we like your jams. Second song. Are you ready? Are you ready? Everybody hold on to your seatbelts. Are you plugged in? Are you strapped in? Alright, here we go. It's called Gotta Go. By Chunga. Mm. Mm. 
Chunga had a good year. She's had a few good years. I mean, she debuted what, like last year? Yeah. As a solo artist? But like, she's had a lot of like hit after hit kind of a thing. Snapping, snapping roller coaster. Well, Chunga's had a big year this year as well, and last year. I mean, I think she won, I think, a bunch of awards as well this year. Um, this song was released January 2nd of 2019. So it's been almost a full year since this song's been out. And I feel like not only Gotta Go, but also Snapping. Whenever I catch up with her, um, she seems to be very doing very well, but like always so busy. Like so busy. Um, so please take care of your health, Chonga. 2020 resolution. 2020. Have Chonga on the show. Yes, that'd be cool, right? 2020. She's, she's from Houston. She's from Tejas. Yeah, we'd love to have Chung on the show. If you guys want Chung on the show, go ahead and let her team know. Go to her socials and just flood it with your messages. <laughs> and she's going to be like, gotta go. <laughs> gotta go. Bye, guys. Never heard of this. Um, yeah, I think she'll have, you know, she's kind of, when you think of solo female artists, right? I think of Ailey. I think of uh, Sunmi. IU. IU. Taeyeon. And now Chonga. I don't... I'm sure... I'm missing people, I'm sure. But, like, just off the top of my head. CL. CL, she's finally back. Mm-hmm. Ooh, thank God she's back. I'm so excited. Thank God. <laughs> I'm quivering. Oh, man. We're going to talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I hope this is in line with your 2019. We should do an exercise where everybody writes down their top 10 songs and see how many we overlap on. I'll give you... I'll give you 10 seconds. 10, 9... Eight, seven, six. Okay, that's enough. You have it, right? All right, let's just go to the next song. The next song for top 10 songs of 2019 for K-pop Tebak is... Unwanted family guests are like fish. They start to stink after three days. So what's the best mattress for them this holiday season? Definitely not a nectar. Then they'll never leave. Flip those fish your old mattress and put your human body on a nectar. Prices start at just $499, and you get $399 in accessories thrown in, a 365-night home trial, and a forever warranty. A fresher deal than your mackerelly mother-in-law, right? Go to Nectarsleep.com today. Needle by Stray Kids. Miro. We covered this song on the show, mm-hmm. right? Stray Kids, they've had... They've had, like, one of those, to me... Like along with ATs, a very similar to like when BTS had their like gradual growth. Yeah, it wasn't just like explosion right out the bat. They right. were like number one on everything, but like really solid foundation. Right. No, that's. I mean, I feel like ATs and Stray Kids have been doing it the proper way of trying to grow organically in different markets, and so it's been working out for them. Um, unfortunately, they had a member leave. I don't know why, but uh, you know, I'm sure. They'll keep doing their thing. Keep killing it. Uh, I think they have a really big year ahead of them. Uh, a very formative year. Very important year for them. So I'm excited to see what ki- what types of music um, they put out there. And I'd love to see Felix and Chan on this show. They speak English. And they're Australian. Was that an Australian accent? No, that's not Aust- Aussie. Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. No, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> do you see the kangaroos? Do you see the, do you see the kangaroos? You see the koalas? In your eyes? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> just jumping. Jumping. They're jumping. Jumping. And they just punch me in the face. Yeah. Stray Kids. I'm excited. I'm, I'm interested to see like 
what concepts they pull. I feel like they've been doing like the the kind of darker, like we're angsty teenagers for a while. But I wonder if and when and how they kind of develop their sound and their look from it. So, uh, next up we got Crown by TXT, Tomorrow by Together. So, TXT, they were one of the biggest debuts of the year. One of the most anticipated debuts because, obviously, they are with Big Hit. And if you don't know who Big Hit is, then you're sleeping under a rock because that's BTS's company. So, they're like BTS's little brother group. Um, but their their song, Crown, it was their debut song. Their debut album sold so many copies. Their second, I think, also sold pretty well. And I believe they're probably preparing for their third. Um, so... Them too, I feel like they've been doing very cute, like bright, young, very young teenager kind of things. I think they'd probably step it up a little bit and like give a little bit more of a mature side. A Maybe in the edge. next year. A little yeah. angst. A little angst, a little edge, a little like, oh. <laughs> you can read into that however you like yeah, to. Yeah, okay. It. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I feel like it's generally a trend when even for girl groups, you start off with like the very cute, girly, princessy, and then you go to sexy. Same for guys. You start with like the cute, you know, that kind of thing. You go for like sexy, edgier. Unless you're ATs and stray kids and you just come out with angst from the beginning. My space email. Yeah, if you're just emo, that's fine. Um, but I'm excited to see where they go. All right, so… Speaking of debuts, we have another debut group. Their name is Itzy with Tala Tala. That's also, also on the top 10 songs of 2019. All right, so we have Itzy, Tala Tala. They debuted and they really just kicked it off from the very start very strong. Um, they had Itzy and then they had Icy. Um, and obviously they've had really, really big growth in their debut year um i'm also curious here to see like where they go like i felt like the first two songs for me personally they were very very similar in like style and taste and musicality so i imagine they might try to switch it up for the next one as well um but yeah itsy's tala tala was also on the top 10 songs of your year oh man we going through these real quick all right we only got like five more left okay so next up we have also pretty rookie we have ATs with wave so you guys probably know ATs I've been talking about ATs for quite some time just because I feel like they're really really growing internationally very well and they're making the right business moves in that way they just announced like a massive tour um and again like I don't really know anything about these kids personally I've never met them I don't know anything about them if I have met them no I probably haven't met them <laughs> but yeah I feel like again they're doing like the different, very different kind of sound and the look. And so they've had a lot of great responses internationally. And so I'm excited to see where they go and where they grow to. Their tour is massive. Really? Like the venues are doing are like, like the smallest one I saw was like 13,000. What? And like there were something like 20 something thousand. So that's like massive. That's huge. They're that big. Well, I don't know if, I don't know. We'll have to see, like, when they go on sale and, like, how they sell and everything. I'm sure they'll be fine. But, like, I was like, dang, like, that's massive growth. You know? Yeah. That's huge. So, um, I'm curious to see, like, how they perform and, like, 
how the music performs and how the shows do because it's all very important in the development of an artist's career. So, ATs, keep doing your thing and uh, come to K-pop Tebak. I'm just going to say that to everybody. Just come on to K-pop Tebak. Why aren't you here? All right. Next up, we have... Oh, wow. This song is an amazing song. I love this song. It's a really good one. It's called Runaway by Eric Knopf. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's quite the hit. Uh, there are... There's an English version and a Korean version, and here it's been specified as the Korean version. The songs are different in terms of arrangement and musicality, so um, I could see that. Um, yeah, I put out Runaway earlier this year. It was, you know, one of my favorite songs of the year. That's why I put it out. It's a good song. I also put out other songs. If you don't know what they are, you're sleeping under a rock. Go to Spotify or Apple Music. Download it. Listen to it. Um, yeah, I. you know, like after though, I put out this last album like i'm i'm like at this place where like what do i put out next like what am i supposed to do i don't know yeah like runaway and like honestly we're in that kind of pop centric not edm but kind of edm lane no just feel good pop but then like before we begin is like a much darker mood to me in my head yeah um but yeah eric now's runaway quite the hit ain't it all right next up we have Epic High in Seoul. Uh, Sleepless in Seoul. That one, right? Yeah, if you guys did not listen to this album, the Sleepless in album, you're missing out. It's such a good album. I mean, they got Sonu Jonga, they got Crush, they got Yuna, they got a lot of great people on it, but also, like, even without them, I'm sure, like, they would sound amazing because Epic High is amazing. But, the album is such a solid album. Epic Eye had a big year, of course. They toured a bajillion cities all around the world. Um, and our good friend Tablo has his own podcast, as I'm sure all of you already know. But, yeah, man. I'm always excited for, for an Epic High release. And I'm excited to see like what they put out next. They never fail. They never <laughs> let people down. They've never had a flop. They've never had a flop. My life, though, is a flop. Whoa. I know. Okay, talk offline. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm always excited. So I'm, I'm hoping to, to hear that they're back in the studio very soon. Let's see. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's a T. I'm just kidding. Everybody's already like, No, you're missing the one song. Yeah. And everybody knows what that one song is. It is, of course, BTS Boy With Love featuring Halsey. Oh, my mama. Oh, my mama. Yeah. I mean, what a year. I mean, what a past good, great few years for BTS. Um, They... I feel like they've done everything. And this year, they're performing at uh, The Countdown in New York. Mm Mm-hmm. They're doing a bunch of stuff. They're doing like cool, cool, cool stuff. And it's really been cool just to watch them develop. And like take the career and music and K-pop to new heights. It's fascinating. Uh, Did you see them or footage of them performing at the iHeartRadio's Jingle Ball? No. It was crazy. It looks… It sounds crazy. Basically, the whole like arena was just bts fans <laughs> for like a 15 minute set mm. and you could hear the fan chant like shake the venue 
And like there's like footage of the artist, other artists being like, what the hell is going on? So loud. Like. That's the power of ARMY. That It was like low-key scary. <laughs> it was kind of scary. I mean, th- if there's so many people screaming in unison, like, yeah, it yeah. can be very overwhelming. If you've never seen it before. If you like never, somehow like never heard of BTS, don't know K-pop, obviously don't know Korean and what like Korean names sound like. Right. That would have sounded low-key demonic. <laughs> it could be very scary. I, I could see why it's very scary. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, B- BTS, I mean, do I, do I need to talk more about them? I feel no. like I've said everything I could say about them. Like, they're great. If you don't like them, that's on you. Whatever. <laughs> like, it's not my job to convince you. All right. So, outside of these top 10 songs… We asked for the most anticipated groups, girl groups, and solo artists for 2020. Oh no, I should do it in my speaker. Ladies and gentlemen, the most anticipated male group of 2020. We have two of them. ATs and Stray Kids! Yay! Man, I'm good at these sound effects. Don't you think? Wow, that was disapproval. Um, I actually completely agree with these. Yeah. I'm I'm a little surprised. TXT isn't in here. I actually think uh, TXT doesn't have as many songs as Stray Kids and like ATs do. I mean, yeah, ATs. I mean, ATs and Stray Kids have been out for longer than TXT. Yeah, maybe that's it. Like they they need like a few more rounds of promotions to really jump onto everybody's radar. But you no, know, ATs and Stray Kids, they're both going on world tours. I think so. I mean, I agree with that. And like we were saying earlier, I'm just curious to see what their next sounds are going to be. I think in the lifespan, lifetime of an artist, you have to change sounds and you have to change looks and concepts. And so um, I'm sure they will switch it up somewhere, somehow, in certain ways. And that's kind of what I'm looking forward to seeing in 2020, where they, where they take it to new heights. Ladies and gentlemen, the most anticipated girl group of 2020. Itzy. And Mama Moo. Moo. So, Itzy, for obvious reasons, they're new. We're still very curious about where they're going, what they're going to do. Mama Moo. I'm surprised Mama Moo didn't have a song in the top 10 here. Um, Yeah, they were listed a lot. Like Coco Bebe mm. um, and stuff. But I think just like, rather than like individual hits… I think people just, are really obsessed with like the members. Like the group. Yeah. And, and like Quaza obviously yeah. really killed it this past year. And they had a really great moment at Mama. Yeah. They always do. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean Mama Moo is one of the most multifaceted, versatile girl groups out there. I feel like they could do any genre, any performance, any vocal style from ballads to hip-hop to pop, EDM, anything they want, they can do it. Like, they're so talented. Um, so it's been a pleasure to to be able to know them and to get to know them and uh, watch their careers unfold. And it is one of those things where I, I agree with the most anticipated because for them… You never know what you're going to get. Like, but it's always something witty. It's always something funny. Every once in a while they'll have a ballad. But then outside of that, it's always like witty, funny, that comes from left field. But it's also really good. 
And so that's why people, I think, are so drawn to their, like, everything about them, the entire package, from their vocals to their songs to their music videos. Um, and they just really enjoy performing. They have a great time on stage. So, yeah, those are the two girl groups, Itzy and Mamamoo. Most, and, oh, gotta go back to my voice. Ladies and gentlemen, most anticipated female soloist of 2020. Chunga and CL. Chunga. Again, you know what's interesting? Like, doing this show, I've had to move on from, like, my original list of people to, like, new lists of people, of, like, artists. For example, like, two, three years ago, it would have been, like, it would have been, like, Hummy. Or, like, in the most anticipated group, it would have been BTS. And it would have been, uh, like, GOT7 and Monsta X. And, but all these names now are just, like, just these younger, younger groups. And that also just speaks to how diverse and fast-changing and moving K-pop is. Like, in the span of a year or two, we have completely new artists uh, making headlines. You know, the originals and, like, the older school are still there. Everybody's still working hard. Everybody's still killing it in their respective fields. But when it comes to most anticipated, it is, I guess, these younger, younger groups who have just kind of popped off and doing their own thing. So Chang'e we already talked about, so we're going to kind of smooth over her. But I'm excited to talk about CL. Because CL just released a bunch of songs, and she uh, she released a bunch of songs, right? Yeah, she released two music videos. I have not seen the music videos yet, but she has like these like plus signs and she has a bunch of numbers in it. And apparently it's like the dates on which the songs were like written mm-hmm. or something. And it's goes from like 2016, 2017, 18, 19. And um, it's it's interesting because I feel like it's kind of like a backhand slap to be like, <laughs> look, I had all these songs done. I never got to release them. But now that. I'm free. I'm going to do whatever I want, which is great, you know, because I feel like so many people really adore CL. They really wanted music from her. She hadn't put stuff out in four years. I'm looking here. The last song was 2015 for her. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, that's insane. Like, she was at such a high peak place and then she like couldn't put music out. Yeah. And it sucks because I feel like people really, really like her. She's so powerful. And she's so... Not only is she powerful, but she's just a great artist. But anyways, yeah. CL has a new album out. I'm I'm digging it. Their songs, obviously, you know, they're dated a little bit because they were written a few years back. And for me, I could hear that. But I feel like it's CL. Like, it's consistently good CL. And so I'm actually really, really excited um, to see where where she goes next year and what she comes out with. There are rumors that I've heard. I will not, <gasps> I will not say nothing Duh. because I don't want to instigate anything. I don't want to spill anything. And I don't know her. Like I've met her a few times, but like I don't know her, so like it's not my place to say anything. But people are talking. People are really excited. So I agree. She's definitely anticipated. Oh my God, if she came on the show or I think you're dope I would lose it well <laughs> we won't but I'm just saying I've never in a, in a world where she does is a great world to be in yo I've never seen you this excited I love CL about 
an artist. CL, if you're watching or listening, she's probably not. But if you are, we would love to have you on the show. Mm -hmm. This is just a little message to you, CL. Okay. Please make this a beautiful video. And we'll send it to you. Please come on the show. I have so many questions to ask you. And I just want to talk. Okay, bye. Anyways. <laughs> All right, so next up. Next up. Most anticipated male soloist of 2020. Hmm, I wonder who this is going to be. Hmm, I'm so curious. Hmm, we have Temin and Eric Nam. Oh my god! Say what? You shouldn't have. Oh, thank, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, God, my our, mom, my dad, my family. I will say like, our so, sample pool, our, our statistics sample pool is a little what? What a biased no, sample pool. No, it's not. What are you saying? This is a survey put out for listeners you don't of need to, no, K-pop that's Debug, not true. hosted by Eric Nam. Stop <laughs> spreading fake news, Diane. <laughs> um, yes, we are not biased at all. This is not biased. This is... A, Purely scientific <laughs> evidence. Um, Temin, yes. Uh, he's like in Super M now. He also has solo stuff coming out. I feel like he he's just a consistently good performer, like a dancer particularly for me. Like, I never really personally loved his music. But when I watch his performance, I'm like, wow, he's a really good performer. Like, that's something that I can definitely vibe with. But... I'm interested to see, you know, the future of Super M. Like, you know, do they put more stuff out? Like, how does it work? Do they all then, like, split up into Super M units? And then do they have, like, an NCT, like, NCT concoction? And they have a Super M NCT? Like, I don't know. You never know. Because SM just is, like, they love mixing everything together. They're going to run out of letters. Eric Nam, I'm sure he has a lot of things planned. I heard he has a great tour coming up. He's hitting almost 40 cities in the first three months of 2020. He's also looking at other countries and other continents for later in that year. Um, I think he's trying to put some put some new music out, but I think he's just like really busy. So he's like trying to figure out when and how to do it. I don't know. It's just like a ru- little rumor I heard. So I'll uh, check back with him and I'll let you know. But anyways, congratulations to all of our most anticipated groups and Solos, AT, Stray Kids, Itzy, Mamamoo, Chunga, CL, Eric Nam, and Temin. We're looking forward to a lot from you in the year of 2020. I want somebody, I really want somebody in K-pop to just bust out on the scene. And for me to just be like, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like I've had that moment in a very long time. Yeah. To be very honest. I want someone to do like a 180. I want a 180. I want a 720. No, that one is, I want a 940, <laughs> 960. I know, 1040, uh-huh. whatever that is. I can't do math. All right, guys. Well, that's it. That's our very, very amazing countdown. I know it was very well done. Um, very scientifically researched. We did a lot of lab results. We did some Petri dishes. We did some blood spinning tube things and we uh a lot of chemistry did a lot of chemistry uh trying to figure out this list so we appreciate everybody who helped us out with the chemistry um if you guys did not agree with it i'm sorry 
this is a democracy sometimes. And uh, this is how it worked out. And um, thank you guys for spending 2019 with us on the Tedbox show. You know, we started out not knowing what we're doing and we still kind of don't know what we're doing. We're still kind of making it up. It's just the way we are. I think that's how, that's, it's just the way life is, right? You just make stuff up. But um, yes, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing, rating, and reviewing. Thank you for the wonderful gift of doing that for us. Um, we will be back in 2020 with some more amazing content, new music, new guests, new formats. Um, and hopefully you guys can be a part of it throughout all of it. So thank you so much. Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Wishing you guys a great end of 2019 and an amazing, blessed, abounding with joy and happiness and love 2020. It's the start of a new decade. So we'll see you in 2020. Bye. Outro! Thank you for listening to K-Pop Debug with Eric Nam. Upwork has the world's largest network of independent professionals. So if you need a UI designer, hey guys, Kevin, a full stack developer, this is Madeline, or a whole team of designers and developers working together, hey, you've got the full team here. Uh, myself, Rachel, Adam, and Stephanie. Hey, hey, everyone. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Upwork has agencies too, available for six weeks or six months. When you need in-demand talent on demand, Upwork is how.